Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Betfair Trading Community Show. We hope you had a fantastic Christmas and an even better New Year. This is our first show of the New Year, so we're both very, very excited, and we're both NFL'd up. Martin's got his jersey on, I've got my hoodie on, and we're going to run through what we usually do. So we're going to start with a big match trading review, which is Everton versus Spurs. We're then going to talk about trading low light of the week, which is actually one of my games, talking about the Alaves versus Valencia game that I post up in the forum. The trading highlight of the week is backing Wolves v Liverpool. Martin's going to talk about that. Obviously, I'm just going to sit here and do nothing when that's on because that was a bad game for me. Big match trading preview. We've got a really cool game, Spurs versus United. And a debate of the week. We're going to talk about what to do during the slow periods of football like we have been this, this last week. It's been the cup game, so it's been very, very quiet. And also, we've got a bit of a break on for some of the other leagues. So let's get started. I'm going to bring Martin in to talk about the big match trading review. Cheers, Ryan. Uh, just want to say Happy New Year as well to everyone. Hope everyone had a good holiday. Um, we've had a little bit of a break ourselves, so we've uh, missed this what for the last couple of weeks now. So the game we had before Christmas, if you remember, they've probably played about five or six games each since then, was Everton against Spurs. And we said that we really expected goals and both teams to score looked like an absolute, you know, great bet. Um, and if you remember, there was actually eight goals. It was Everton two, Spurs six. Crazy game for goals. We couldn't really have called that one better. Um, I didn't expect that many goals, to be fair. Um, but, you know, like with the research, like we said before, the research watching the game, it was pretty apparent what was going to happen from early on. Um, and funny enough, we've got Spurs in the preview later on. But as it was so long ago, I'm not going to talk too much about that game. Um, I know people enjoyed that, made some money off it, so that was great to hear um, from members and things. Um, so, yeah, that's the review of that game, really, Ryan. Yeah, cool. So we'll move on to the, the trading lowlight, which is actually one of my trades. Didn't work out so well. Um, and it was the Alaves versus Valencia game. Now, I've done all the research and I priced this game up. I thought the under should have been about 1.1. Uh, it was actually massive. It was 1.63. So I thought there's loads of value on this. So then it was breaking it down into to what else we needed. High percentage chance of nil-nil um, at half time. The stats indicated that everything was screaming unders for the first half. So I was actually going to back this from the start and then hope to get out around sort of 25, 30 minutes, back the unders and get out. Uh, after about 14 minutes, there was a goal. Uh, but then this is this is one of those things that happens in trading. And as we always, always talk about it, it's you do your research here and then you have to line that up with what's happening in play and constantly, constantly reassess. I did mention in the community one of the players that you've got, you've got to watch out for and he was on fire that game. And he was just all over the place and he scored first for Valencia. So... 14 minutes goal, got out and I, I took a loss and actually it was the right thing to do um, because that game was 2-1 by half time. So the unders, under 2.5 would have been a, a loser. So it, it just goes to show that you, you've got to put what is happening in play and you've got to react to that. Whether you take the loss or you take a small profit or you take a scratch and you get away and you move on to the next game, You've just got to do it. There's no point holding out thinking I'm gonna. It's it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because if it's not like in this game, if you'd have held out, it wouldn't have been okay, and you'd have lost all of your stake very quickly. 
And I think the thing is that I'd say on that is that you're spot on. But I think the reason people don't do it sometimes is that they they forget you can always get back into the market later on. Mm. You know, um, I know that take an example of cricket, obviously a different sport. But, you know, sometimes you're getting in and out of those markets, sometimes 50 times a match. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a bit different. Things change every ball. But in football, you know, you're talking about 90 minutes of football, probably closer to 100 minutes if you add injury time, things like that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that can happen. And, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting out, like you say, Ryan, when the danger strikes. And then maybe a couple of minutes, four or five minutes go past, and actually it's slowed down. What's what I'm seeing in front of me is what I expected to happen, and I want to get back into the trade. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Like you say, it's just that constant assessing, isn't it, Ryan? I think that's a absolutely spot on point, and I think that's everything that we can say about the low light. I don't think we should dwell too much on the on the low light. I just will add a note for those people who struggle handling those those it's, it's just part of it you've you've got your rules stick to your rules it didn't work move on and then move on to the next one and then and then go from there um we do have loads more content that me and you have planned out martin talking about all this mindset stuff and how to handle those losses so make sure you do hit subscribe to the channel and let us know what your highlight and lowlights of the week are as well so that we can have a a good discussion about this. We have the trading highlight now, which, um, yeah, I'm not going to really talk too much about. I'm going to let you do it. I'm just going to sulk. Well, I have to actually thank Keith uh, in the forum for this, uh, one of our great members, who actually, you know, got the discussion going on Wolves Liverpool. Now, normally I don't trade cup games, so it's very rare. I do trade them occasionally, but I tend to, like with the FA Cup weekend, I tend to take it a little bit easier, maybe look at some other sports. We'll talk about all that stuff later, what you can do um, when the things like cup games are on. The reason I don't particularly like cup games in general is that the form and statistics are kind of less relevant because... It's not a league game. Often teams are playing from different divisions, although in this case they weren't, which again interested me slightly. Anyway, I'll talk more about the reasons why Wolves-Liverpool interested me. And like I say, Keith pointed this out. And uh, one of the things for me was that Wolves are doing really well in the league, right? But the top six is so hard to break into that actually the cups may be the best way into Europe. And also a club like Wolves, actually, if you look at their performances against the top six this season, which have actually been exceptional, um, they've been one of the best performers against the top six, especially outside of that top six. Mm. So you've got to think, actually, even if this was generally just a league match, Wolves would have a decent chance in this game. Um, But also knowing that Liverpool, top of the league, desperate to win the Premier League this year. This is what everyone's talking about. All Liverpool want is to win the league. The FA Cup becomes so much less relevant, whether fans like it or not. That's just the fact of it. Um, You know, all we deal in here is facts, really. All we're interested in facts, whether they should have played a stronger team, whatever. It doesn't really interest us as traders. We've got to go with what's in front of us. Um, And the fact that Wolves would be motivated, this is their best chance to win something. Um, They've got a genuine chance, really. If the top sides do rest players, there's no reason. And this is why a team like Leicester, when they put out a weak side, I never understand it. 
You know, this is a great chance for clubs like that to win a cup. Remember, it wasn't that long ago, Wigan won the FA Cup. Yeah. You know, and, and I live in Wigan, so I know the effect it had on the town and the fact that it's still talked about all the time. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's the one thing that's remembered outside the ground. So for the clubs who aren't going to win the league this year, who aren't in the Champions League, this really should be a, an absolute priority, I feel. Um, teams like Leicester have got no chance of going down. Probably very little chance of making Europe outside of getting in through the cuts, maybe stealing seventh place. But again, you know, you've still got to beat a lot of teams to get that. So why not go for it in the cups? But anyway, so I expected Wolves to try and play for it and go for it. Liverpool top of the league. Now, I support Norwich. I'm from Norwich. Norwich the top of, well, they were near the top of the championship. They were top not that long ago. All I wanted this week weekend was Norwich to lose right I had no interest in Norwich having extra games this season the squad's getting depleted people are getting injured I wanted Farker to play a reserve 11 and just get out of the FA Cup and actually that would have been a great trade because Norwich were never really going to be fancied in that game um, and we, we do quite badly in cups especially at home playing lower teams when we play a weakened team I remember we lost to Luton when we were in the Premier League, I think we lost to Lincoln or someone like, maybe it was Leighton Orient, someone like that. I mean, I, I even went to the game. I can't remember which team it was. But that's the thing. That's the thing with Cups. So anyway, I was really surprised because Wolves were at home. Liverpool were playing a weakened side. I was surprised Liverpool were favourites. I know Liverpool had some some of the squad players and maybe a couple of first teams. Um, but looking at the team, I've actually got the team up here. The team was, I mean, being a Liverpool fan, looking at that team, you're like, these players haven't played together, and the you you left when your left back is Moreno anyway. It's like, whoa, come on! <laughs> but that's the thing. The funny thing is, you know, maybe five or six years ago, this actually looks like a really strong lineup. Yeah. Like you say, people who haven't played recent times, things like that. You've got players like Camacho, um, Curtis Jones, Kijana Hueva. I mean, oh, no, so they, these guys could be great players coming forward. We don't know. But the yeah. thing is, they haven't played. Um, the thing is, they were away at Wolves, which even if they had a full-strength team out, was not a gimme. Mm. You know, Wolves have done really well. Like I said, they've got results against the top six this season. Um, and they have to be taken quite seriously. So anyway, it seemed pretty obvious that the play was either to lay Liverpool and back Wolves. Whichever one you did would have obviously made you a good profit. We talked about it on the forum. Um, and it's good, again, to see people making money off that. Uh, again, thank Keith for it, really. He was the instigator. And, uh, you know, we just we just sort of rolled on the back of that, really. So that was a trading highlight of the week. Yeah, spot on. I think one of, that's one of the the sort of highlights of the of the community is people sharing trades like that, and then we can all and their thought process behind it. So it's not literally not just us going. We think this. It's it is pe- it is people putting trades in, but also listening to other people putting their yeah. trades in and their thoughts, and then applying that. I was talking to someone in the community today, and they were applying the same logic that I'd applied. To one of the games and they were they were um, applying that thought process to another game and then we had a really good in-depth discussion about that and then came to um to talking about a potential trade which is good and that's all for everyone to see but moving on to the big match there is a big 
big, big match uh, coming up. And uh, that is Spurs versus United. Yeah, I mean, wow, what a game. I'm looking forward to this one this weekend. Yeah, come um, on United. Never thought I'd say that. <laughs> I don't tend to watch uh, a ton of Premier League games the whole way through anymore, but I think I'll really make the effort to watch this one, get in there beforehand. Because it'll be really interesting to see how United cope with a tough game. Yep. You know, Solskjaer's done well, but they they haven't really played anyone yet. And this is the real test. Um, obviously, they go in as underdogs. Although not huge underdogs. I was actually surprised that Spurs weren't slightly shorter um, just because of the form they've been in at home. And, uh, well, I suppose the Wolves' result is probably not that a bit. But just the form they've been in and also the fact that They've had United's number recently, especially at home. I think they've won three or four the last time they've played there. I know that they beat United, obviously, 3-0 away earlier in the season. But this does kind of come into our category of this is a bit of a trap game to trade because the issue is Solskjaer has brought a totally different spirit to United. So this United team is not going to be the same team we've seen for the last three years. Which we spoke about the other week on this very show. Exactly. So, you know, this is definitely one where um, I'm not necessarily thinking this is going to be the best match to trade this weekend. We choose the biggest match in terms of, you know, the one everyone's going to be watching uh, to do these previews on. But it could be a bit of a trap game. So just be aware of that. Um, But I mean, the one thing you would expect here is goals. So I'd be really surprised if this ended nil-nil. I think Solskjaer's going for it. I think he's trying to score goals. He's kind of got, it seems to me, he's kind of got the attitude of, you know what, if you score two, we're going to score three. Yeah, it's almost Um, like a Spanish team, isn't it? Yeah. Defence doesn't really matter. We know we can't defend. We can sort that out next week. Well, actually, it might not even be my problem, but let's give the fans some fun and let's just take the shackles off Pogba. Exactly. And if you've got defenders like Phil Jones and Lindelof at the back, you can't play the Mourinho defensive style and expect to win games. You've got to go out there and try and score. So I think hopefully United will come out with that kind of attacking intent. Spurs get goals and they can see goals. We've seen that, you know, by bucket loads. So I think goals are the obvious play here. I think make sure that the game is flowing that way. You know, I wouldn't necessarily get in at kickoff. I'd maybe wait four or five minutes, just see how the tempo is. If it looks the way we expect, that both teams are going to go for it, um, then by all means, you know, get on goals. And uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be a great match. I can't wait for it. It'll be fascinating to see because Solskjaer's done so well recently. You know, they're starting to talk about him getting the job permanently. And uh, I don't think anyone could have imagined that when he was appointed. You know, well, what I always have my reservations with that. But in, in this case, I... I would potentially like Solskjaer to get the job permanently because I I always wonder, is it just a case of, and we did speak about this, is it a case of the mood in the camp being that bad that he's just literally given them a boost and they're going to ride that wave? We saw that. We did. We saw that with Liverpool a couple of years ago. We had Roy Hodgson. The mood in the camp was awful. Kenny comes in, boom, everyone's happy. But then when the nitty-gritty actually come down to it, Kenny wasn't that great. And we did struggle with him and he did, he did walk away. Is that going to be be the same? Uh, I, I don't know. I really don't. Um, but we will see. Like you say, it's a cracking game. Um, and for fans of both of those teams, you're going to be in for a real treat. And us as the neutral this weekend, it's going to be, be a cracker. So 
the debate of the week, the big topic, topic that we like to debate. What to do during slow football trading periods. You know, this is one that I think we all struggle with and there is the temptation there all the time to get on something that isn't as great. And I was, I was chatting to somebody about it um, in the forum. Like, they, how did you pick this game? Why did you pick this game when there was a few other games to potentially trade? So let's open it up and let's have a bit of a bit of a discussion. And while we're doing this, guys, if you're listening, just think about what you've been doing over the last uh, sort of couple of weeks and, and let us know in the comments below. Yeah, I think um, one of the things for me is discipline's the first thing. So there's nothing wrong with trading during times of slow, you know, period, well, during slow periods where there's less games. Um, but make sure they're the kind of trades you were making when there were lots of games on. Yeah. You know, that you're not just going, do you know what, there's not much on today, so I'm going to trade X match that I wouldn't normally trade if it was, say, a Saturday afternoon. But yeah. because there's nothing else on, um, you know, I'm just going to get on this game. That only ever leads to disaster, really, as a trader. Um, and it's really all discipline. You've got to, you've got to keep your discipline and keep doing what you do, um, because as soon as you change that, you'll start to change your results. And if you were having positive results, then you're almost certainly going to start having negative results. Trading games that you would have avoided, because there's at the end of the day, there's a reason you would have avoided those games. And it might sound quite obvious sitting here and saying it now. But the amount of conversations or chats I've had with people who just will trade the next thing, whatever's on, I will trade that. And uh, like I say, I mean, the proof's in the pudding. Invariably, it doesn't go well for people. Um, So what can you do? I mean, for me, the first thing you can do is take a little time off, you know. Now, I know maybe if you're not a pro trader like us, you you don't want to take time off. You actually want to be spending more time trading. Um, but if you are spending a lot of time trading, especially time, because trading tends to be, especially football, tends to be during the hours you might be doing sociable things with loved ones or friends or family, and mm. um, then actually it's quite a good opportunity to do that. So in the last couple of weeks, although BTC has been up and running, we've been chatting on it a bit every day, I've been making a conscious effort over Christmas while my wife was off work to spend a little bit more time with her and, and the young lad. And it was really nice, you know, just to take that time out. And I'd much rather do that than lose money trading things that I shouldn't be trading. Yeah. Um, you know, but also the other the other thing I'd say is that the other option is to, this is actually quite a good time to learn about other sports. Yeah. Now, I'd say learn about, I don't say trade, because I don't think you should trade anything until you've done a lot of work on it, research, tested things out for two or three months using no stakes, just looking at the results, how you would have traded it, how it would have gone. Maybe if you do have, you know, if money isn't as much of an issue for you, you could use like say two pound stakes or whatever to trade it, just to get a feel of the of the real market. Um, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with paper trading either in that spot. And, you know, like I say, we've got our NFL stuff on today. It's a good time to learn about the NFL because the playoffs are on. But there's cricket. Cricket's phenomenal on our forum. I mean, we've got some of the best cricket traders in the world on there speaking and giving their advice. The horse racing's really taken off recently on the forum as well. Uh, maybe you can talk a little about a bit about that, Ryan, because you're more into the horses than me. Yeah, well, I've, the horses always pulls me pulls me back. So those are the people that know me know that 
I initially started out on the horses and then I, I got massive into tennis and football and they are the two big sports for me but I just I, I still go into the to the horses sometimes just because it's, it's great for me to just to, to keep my finger in there and just see what what's happening and I, and I love it and I still understand the horses even though it has changed but the dobbing for me is is still there and I, st- I like to chat to the members about it and it's it's been quiet so I have looked back into the horses just to just to see how it still works and to chat to the members and see if the names are still there that used to be there so that's what I've been doing during the, the quiet periods I've been looking at at that but also for me tennis is huge tennis is massive it's one of the biggest sports I trade and it's but it's coming back now but I don't I don't want to jump in because I'm I'm very very granular I need to see what's happening and get a feel for it so the, the quiet time it's been great for me to be able to to read through Twitter to get people's opinions on things to follow to look at the players on Instagram see what they're doing and then also see the game see how these players are starting looking for the players that you know look like they are making a real conscious effort this year to really push on um, which is which is great to see um, and just to note on finding the games as well you know you go onto the Betfair website, you can click football and you can see matched amounts now on the on the main page. So if you can see the games with the real high quality liquidities, the 20, 30, 40 granders. Just focus on them. And I think it it really, really, really makes you zone in on when there isn't the quality there, it makes you zone in on finding the quality. And if you can't find that quality, like we've like we've said, just you know, research, research another sport. Don't actually trade it, but just research it. Talk to people on the community as well. See what they're doing. Get their views on it. Yeah, it will increase your knowledge around around different sports and different ways of trading. And it's just it's broadening your your horizons. And I, I definitely echo the comments about get away from get away from the computer because you, you take the temptation away from it and then you go and do things with your family, your friends, your social. You when you come back to it you've you've got a clearer mind and you're not so f- you're not we're well, not forcing it, but it's not so prevalent. So I think that's definitely something to do just during the quieter periods and not forcing the trades it's uh, trading doesn't want to be forced it wants to be natural and it wants to flow and it wants to feel right and if at any point it doesn't you need to come away and come back when it does um so that's sort of where where i am so guys if you what have you been doing during the the quieter period you know pop it in the comments below and we got some really good questions and some comments on the last time we did this video as well and hopefully the more and more we do the bigger the audience will be and the more people will watch and have and have different debates over this so that's probably about about it for this um this show we'll probably wrap it up there and uh, yeah we will we'll speak to you all next week yep cheers Ryan. cheers guys